the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Wick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're ready to talk gardening with you at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, a little calmer here yeah, at the nursery. Yeah, it is a relief that is... The uh, staff won't admit it, but I think they're breathing a sigh of relief after all that action. Gosh. I wonder who won the uh, costume contest. I don't know. They have to ask Trace. They haven't told us. Uh, ask Claudette or Roger. Who won the contest? Roger did? Oh, yeah. Roger won. Oh, Roger won the costume contest? Way yeah, to go. Claudette says with a, a smirk on her face, yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. So, uh... If you uh, heard Roger running around the nursery in the terror train, that was uh, that that was Roger. So uh, anyway, all right. I hope he didn't bully everybody to vote for him. Yeah, I don't know. That, that sounds more like a thing that happened. Actually, he had some pretty good con. He got some he, good he costumes. St- he stopped the train and made him fill out the. <laughs> yes, if you wanted to get off the train, you had to. Yeah. Yeah, and he just stopped way out there, like a mile out uh, on the route. You uh, know, uh, either. Fill us out or stay here and walk yeah. back. Yeah. All right, 210308. Is that how it happened, Claudette? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. All right, uh, we've gotten some good questions so far. We've gotten one on uh, landscape design uh, from a woman. She's still doing some shopping, and you, Calvin gave her some good advice. You want to talk a little bit about what she had to ask? Well, she, yeah, she was faced with a, an issue a lot of people are, you know, I need to do... Uh, uh, some landscape work, but it's overwhelming. My whole landscape, you know, where, how do I, where do I start and where do I get some ideas? You know, she said she, she had identified this one piece of her property that she wanted, she wanted to start. And so she was asking about landscape services here at Millburgers. Of course, they have them. You can go that route. Um, then the other option was that I referred her to Greg Grant's book. Yep, and Grant's book that faces that that landscaping uh, issue for your uh, home by breaking it up into kind of chewable pieces, so you can say, you know, what is your priority? Right in front of the door, you start there, and then you and then you uh, work on that or do a plan, 
you can finish the work too, or you can just or you can do a uh, do the plans piece by piece. Uh, so I was hoping she'd at least look at the book to see if that would meet her needs too. And what about the landscape school? Well, I didn't even think of the landscape school, <laughs> but I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because we have been asked to talk about it. Do you, you, you know exactly what date it is that the school is on? Yeah, the deadline to register is Wednesday, November the 8th. For the school on, I take it for granted, it's the 11th. But it's not, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Let's see. But Jerry, I don't have it on here. Yeah, that's what I was. Jerry, Jerry's talking about the uh, gardening volunteers of South Texas. It's what the the fall landscaping school co-sponsored by saws and our friends at uh, um, trinity glen rose where is it jerry <laughs> okay the class is just half a day from eight thirty to one o'clock at our cat our el daco restaurant which is at uh uh twenty thousand zero seven nine uh, Stone Oak Parkway. You'll hear four talks about designing beds with uh, designing beds using plants that go easily on on the water, and preparing beds with the right soil and nutrients that just right for the just right combination. After you fill with new ideas and aspire to get started with your own design, we provide you with a personalized 20-minute consultation. About your own yard with one of our experienced gardeners. So that'd be you. will leave the class with a goodie bag filled with colorful gardening guide, plant guides and other surprises. It's the best thirty-dollar investment you can make, and it'll add pleasure and value to your outdoor space. Register online. They don't say when it yeah. when it is. Gardeningvolunteers.org. Yeah. Jerry and I are just taking it for granted that it's the November 11th. Yeah. Because the deadline to register is the 8th. Wednesday, the 8th, November the 8th. And you can register online at gardeningvolunteers.org slash design dash school. And I think you you get there, you just go to gardeningvolunteers.org and you, you see it. Yeah. yeah, on their calendar it says it's the 11th. 11th, okay, good. Look at that, good guess, Kevin. And uh, so it's got, you know, it's got all those ingredients. It's got uh, the experts to lecture about the plants and how to put them together, how to uh, emphasize the uh, environmentally appropriate landscape, but also landscaping that meets your needs right so much landscaping gets done you know and the person just is kind of a prisoner of the landscaping rather <laughs> having to meet meet their needs but this this design school even if you're going to use a professional i think it's worthwhile for that for 30 bucks to go for half a day yeah and get the background so you can really help influence can you talk to the you can talk yeah. to the designer and you, you you'll maybe run across some favorite plants just like listening to us i think uh, gardeners will hear about some plants that sound like that'd be interesting to put in their landscape. But yeah, so the, the, the schools are good. So actually, she's still wandering around. So if you see her, you could suggest the school. Yeah, 
That'd be a good. Uh, I see her. She's kind of behind you. Okay. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8860. Oh, you're really going to? Okay. <laughs> 210 and toll free 866-308-8867. The is to call to uh, be a part of the show, and we'd love to hear from you. All right, what's going on in your world, sir? Nothing? Okay, well then, thanks a lot. I will mention that Millburgers has a lot of cyclamen. Uh, we can see it over to our left, and it's on, uh, it is on sale this week. There you go. Do you have last, that, last week you were for sale? This week was, it is on sale. Calvin bought his stuff, yeah. I don't know. I think they broke down. I, I think I Calvin won this game of chicken. I don't. What? I don't think Calvin ever bought. Oh yeah, they're. Uh, I'm getting high pressure. They got them on sale. I know it. I know it. It's. Uh, it's just the first year I've ever missed the. I uh, actually could buy them in the sale period. Uh, the. Uh, the choice is outstanding. I mean, there's like how many Milton? What five? Five rows? Oh, of, look at that! Yeah. Look at that white over there. It's yeah, screaming. White, it? and the white and the red. I got some. Uh, I was telling Milton we have a musical uh, program in our neighborhood uh, tonight, and the uh, the host was de- kind of decorating, and he he's got a really neat courtyard, and he's looking for something special. For the kind of the shaded, and so I went went over to the Millburgers during the week and got him some cyclamen. Okay, see that that's what breaks the cycle. Yeah. He, he, oh, that's what it was. They okay. saw him buying cyclamen, so they but, said, well, we put them on sale now. But he, of course, fell in love with them, and the next thing I know, there's he's got cyclamen planted all uh. over, <laughs> which is good. I mean, they're a little addictive. I, t- I tell you what's also impressive. I had to park out front because I was running a little late and uh, walk through the pansies. Holy smoke. They've got some of the biggest bloomed yellow pansies I've ever seen. Where's that? There. Out here? Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, man. And I mean, There's... for the first three, the first three benches oh. are full of different it, colored pansies. That, that yellow color there is pretty in, in, intense. Oh, yeah. Those, those, those are beautiful pansies. And... uh Let's see, are they on sale? We can see my deal here. I don't, I don't. Yes, they're on sale. First one listed. Uh, 98 cents for, uh, uh, for pansy. The pansies? And Snapdragons are looking good out there, too. Mine have uh, started to bloom at home that I planted. And the, uh. Alyssum is living up to its uh, the fragrance. I oh, mean, you right? get within ten feet of the garden, and you can. Sp- I got one row at one end and one the other. Is that that white one that does so I well? Just, just the wh- I just got the white. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really. Well, that's the best one. The, and Diane's. I was watching one. out here. The there's a couple of monarchs cruising, and uh, surprisingly, they they were stopping at the Snapdragons. Yeah. Now, now one of them's here at the Lantana, which is less surprising. But uh, oh, there they are now. They're in the Dianthus out there. Uh-huh. But anyway, yeah, a lot of these are. Uh, you continue your attra- butter. We'll have butterflies flying 12 months out of the year, and if you keep the booming plants, 
you'll uh, you'll be able to bring them in for observation, and especially Dianthus, Alyssum, um, and there's some big big containers on stocks, and then uh, Calangelo. They've got some big containers of Calangelo. And that's what Calvin wrote about in his article today. Oh, okay. About uh, selecting plants to add color in the cool landscape. Pansies and... And Calvin makes an overall uh, overall uh, uh, statement that deer will eat all of the winter annuals except snapdragons in some neighborhoods. <laughs> in some neighborhoods they won't eat them. So uh, that's what you have to deal with. Have we have we had anybody tell us that? I was trying to remember if there were any other plants that they didn't eat in no, the winter time. I think that's it. I can't think of it. Now, of course, it depends on whether you uh, mint marigold. If you count that as a winter bloomer, oh, and the uh, and if you count paper whites and daffodils, yeah. cemetery iris, but that's those are January and February, but yeah, it's a, it's a tough. So, and uh, well, Ruellia doesn't bloom a lot in the winter time, but then uh, if the the landscapes are in the the shape they are in now, that are pretty lush. Yeah. Uh, most most deer are not interested in dwarf Mexican petunia, so that's another good one. The uh uh, the uh, plumeria, the uh, blue plumbago, I'm sorry, blue, blue blue plumbago is really showing off. It's kind of that cool snap uh, gave it a second second boost there, and it's, uh, it's looking good now. And uh, there's quite a very. I, I think it blooms on and off during the winter. It's yeah, dude, a, if it's a mild. Hard freeze. I, I was noticing, uh, I don't know if this is consistent throughout but i was noticing that if it's in the sun more sun it has right now with this cooler weather the more blooms you got yeah it may it's probably quicker to go to bloom and you get more blooms when the temperatures are mild now it may not be the same when it's 95 degrees so <laughs> may say i, know, I noticed even these little ones these gallon containers are blooming right right yeah. there so uh That'd be something you can could try, and of course the ornamental cabbage and kale. Uh, you you want to get those in as soon as possible and fertilize them heavily, uh, so that they'll they don't they don't they grow during the winter, but they really grow at this time of the year when you first put them in. So. Uh, uh, to get the color, and the, then they start regrowing in the spring when the temperatures begin to warm. So the bigger you can have them, or uh, the larger the plant can be going into the cold weather, if that ever happens, uh, the showier they'll be in yeah. the spring. It's kind of the same way with the snapdragons, too. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I'm telling you, those pansies are... You know, Most spectacular thing I've ever I think seen. Um, I think my broccoli are about one week away from production. I pl- I planted some. I, in fact, I got a call this morning at the house on broccoli. Um, uh, we we take it for granted that everybody knows how to grow broccoli, 
but uh, this gardener is, uh, is just getting started in gardening, and he was asking me, uh, uh, he said, well, after you harvest broccoli once, do you just pull the plant up? I said, no. You, you do that with cauliflower, but with broccoli, uh, we get uh, at least three, uh, probably three harvests is the best you can do out of broccoli. Jim, and Jim. and uh, we were talking about uh, he how, how to know when to harvest broccoli. Yeah. Now, the broccoli that you planted early um, won't, won't get as big because of this heat. So uh, what you do, uh, and and uh, how big the broccoli head gets, depends on fertility, because they're heavy feeders. So that's why we never tell people, well, you're going to have a six to eight inch head, or even a ten to twelve inch head, uh, on the on the broccoli when it's ripe and when it's ready to harvest. So what we tell people is. Uh, look at the individual beads. All of the broccoli is, is a combination head of uh, buds, flower buds. And uh, of course, you don't want it to go to flower. But you, when you when you see that the, you can see those individual buds, and they get maybe a little loose, then that's as big as that broccoli head is going to get, regardless of the size. My my recommendation is. It's like the Mexican limes and the Bayer lemons. You use it as soon as you are interested. I mean, as soon as you can. As soon as somebody has expresses any interest in the broccoli, harvest it because you're going to get overwhelmed if you got. I mean, if, if you got ten or twelve yeah. plants in there. But I've seen a lot of novice. They go out and when they first see the little head, I'm talking about big as three or four inches. They'll harvest it rather than letting it get six to eight inches. Well, I would, I would be inclined to. In fact, uh, Judy, my wife, uh, likes this. She likes that second and third crop right, better than the, right. the initial that crop. That's what I'm saying. And then, and then after you car harvest the center head, uh, you, of course, if you fer- fertilize it well, it'll send out side sprouts or side shoots. Uh, auxiliary buds, or whatever you want to call them, and they'll get about. I, I, I told him about a a fourth to a third the size of the the big head. Yeah. Now uh, the uh, the broccoli that we use, uh, Green Magic, is a uh, has a tendency to grow a larger head, larger head on the secondary growth, secondary shoots. But anyway, we we sometimes forget that we talk about planting broccoli and how good it is and how good it does at this time. And of if you year. do if you do fertilize it and water it well, you, you get a you get a lot of production. I mean, that's one of the most productive plants around. I think we can we can grow in our oh yeah in our garden. Tomatoes can be in that in that league too. Um, so that's that's why you know use it. When there's an opportunity, use it right. because you get. And it tastes good fresh. It's really good fresh. Good for you. Oh, yeah. It's high in vitamin A. 
All right, 210-842-5, that's my phone number, 210-308-8867. Did y'all write that down so yeah. you can call Melton? You can, you can call me and ask your gardening questions, <laughs> or you can call the show and get good answers. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867 is our number. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to do our best to field a question. They didn't want to come on the air about... Growing bonsai trees. So bonsai, bonsai. We'll see what we can tell you right after this. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. It's getting cooler, and that means it's a great time for planting. It means it's a great time to head on over to Millburgers, too, because this week you'll save on some of your favorites. You've waited so long. Now here it is. Cyclamen are on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just four eighty-eight. You will not find a bigger or more beautiful selection of cyclamen anywhere in San Antonio, and they're well-priced at just four eighty-eight in the 4.5-inch pot. Right now at Millburgers perennials are on sale. You'll save 40% on the one-gallon container. This is the great time to head on over to Millburgers and choose from some of your favorites, including Lantana or Mexican Oregano or Salvia, on sale in the one-gallon container. You ready? Just three eighty-eight. Millburgers also has some of our best landscape shrubs on sale for just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. Dwarf Yopon, Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, and more. Now just eleven eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. All at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Ah, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? (laughs) Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Get all your health needs today at Rhonda's Nature's Way, 624 Southwest Military in Chopper City Mall, and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. With all this talk about the National Anthem, we thought it was a good idea to learn a bit more about why the National Anthem is so important in this country. This National Anthem Minute is brought to you by Premier Roofing and Contracting. Sir Francis Scott Key wrote the words to the Star-Spangled Banner as a poem the morning after a huge battle in 1814 between British and American forces. But how did Key get there and why? Key was on a humanitarian mission. His ship was flying a white flag. He was trying to obtain the release of an American doctor taken captive by the British. After he went on board the British ship to seek his release, he learned they were about to attack Fort McHenry in the port of Baltimore. So the British held him captive all night as they bombarded Fort McHenry. By the morning light, after the fight was over, he peered out of his ship window and saw an amazing sight. The flag was still there. 
thank you, Premier Roofing and Contracting, for standing for our national anthem. PremierRoofingAndContracting.com My name is Thaddeus Bediger, and honestly, I have to say and spell my name every day. I'm also the owner of Premier Roofing and Contracting. Easy to say and much easier to spell. Premier Roofing and Contracting proudly serves San Antonio and the Hill Country. And we're a preferred vendor with major insurance companies. Call Premier Roofing and Contracting for a free estimate for your roof repair or replacement at 210-867-6001. At Premier Roofing and Contracting, we install quality with confidence. PremierRoofingandContracting.com Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, 930 a.m., the answer goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside our radio. We are now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous on iTunes, on iHeart, on our own app, on our website, on conservativeradio.com, on your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer, 210-308-8867. That's our number to speak to Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick, and Chris didn't want to stay on the line. That's okay, Chris. We'll do our best. But the Chris's question was the best ways to grow a bonsai plant. I don't know if that's, Slowly. I don't know if that's too vague. or Yeah, it's pretty vague. Okay. Uh, well, it's, but we it's, can it's, get, quite a, it's quite a science and an art. Yeah. Uh, there's informa- a lot of information on the internet. Right. Um, have we got there's some even on Plant Answers. There's some. I don't some, know if I got any bonsai information on there. It's pretty general, uh, but uh, there we go. Yeah, you need yeah go go to the internet and do uh, uh, bonsai. And is there a bonsai society in San Antonio? Oh yeah. 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 So and that may be uh, a better resource too, or a good resource. Than us, and there's a lady got our still got our shop down in Sherry Didier, and she is she is uh, useful. Uh, if you get ambitious, want to go out there, down there and see her what she's got going there, and she's got information, and she's also. I don't been, think she's in La Vita anymore. No, isn't she? I don't. I'll check, but I don't think uh, so. But she uh, she also was pretty uh, generous with the information, always. But she's still selling them and stuff. Yeah, and she'd love to talk to you about it. And uh, I think she's out of a, an open-air market now. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to look right now. We've lost touch, I guess. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I, th- I think it sounds like you're right. All right, so I don't think we were much of a... Help there, but hopefully those resources will help you out. Well, there's a lot of information on the yeah. internet. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, p- picking, just selecting the plants are important. And San Antonio Bonsai Society, there it is. Okay. All right. Two just, one. just look up uh, growing bonsai plants. Well, you know how Jerry and I just just cut it off at the at the soil level and... Let it come back, and that's bonsai. <laughs> it's not, a little while. It's not it? an art. Yeah, it's not an art form for us. Uh, I was looking. I was looking at uh, looking at Neil Spears' column in today's paper, or question and answer, on page uh, C12 of the newspaper today, and. Uh, 
he uh, he he took a question about uh, that I've I've been given or I've been asked several times in the in the even in this last year. It says how important is crop rotation in an urban vegetable garden? I don't have a lot of error that gets full sun, yet I really enjoy having a, a garden for fresh vegetables. Now, Neil goes into uh, kind of encouraging them, encouraging them to have crop rotation. But uh, my problem with crop rotations in a small garden is that you're really not doing much good because, because uh, crop rotations are, are good to uh, get different different uh, plant families in the, in in different areas, like commercially. Uh, Say out at Versa Farms out there where we plant tomatoes, they they don't plant tomatoes in the same spot for three years, and then they rotate uh, corn and and stuff like that for a, for a uh, rotation crop. But in a small garden, you you got to consider the massive uh, root system of a let's say a tomato. If you plant tomatoes in a in a 10, 10 by 10, 10 by 10 or 100 square feet garden, that's that's rather small. But uh, and plant a tomato in the middle of it, those tomato roots will be from side to side, uh, corner to corner, in that garden. It's a bit it's a bit in the same league uh, as uh, soil tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you know, soil tests are really useful for. If your scale of planting is large enough, right. But when you're talking about a micro situation like most of our home gardens are, it's right. it's hard to see the practicality of that. And uh, he's he's talking about moving your plants around. Most people I know I know a garden I have. Uh, it's it's got one one spot in it that gets the most sun. And so that's why I want to plant my tomatoes and peppers and eggplant and things like that. So the, I don't have an option of moving around because I move out of the sun, which is even more detrimental than uh, than your uh, crop rotation uh, provides benefit. So uh, I, I, have I, I don't I don't think we basically uh, and it's, uh, it's it, crop, crop rotation is covered in all books. I don't even know if we mentioned. I don't think we even mentioned it on PlantAnswers.com, but uh, the uh, uh, I don't think it's really practical in a small garden. And I've got a little more space than you do, but I take advantage of that space so that different seasons, you know, your your right. your tomato, your spring tomato crop is just ending as I as I plant the new. Right. A new crop, and so I, I guess I have a, a crop rotation. One year, basically, is all it is. So, so don't really, you pull your spring ones out and plant your fall ones in where the springs were? No, no. I, I generally plant in a different plant, garden. Yeah, plant the, the vegetable garden just next two raised bed garden. Oh, okay, okay, that'll work. Yeah, relatively close, but it just gives me a little more flexibility if it. 
I'm still getting a good crop uh, at the end of the uh, spring season, and I can go ahead and still plant the uh, fall crop and uh, take advantage, like like the BHN 968. Yeah. Like and the uh, and the reality of the situation is that uh, you re- unless you do a, follow a three year rotation, which we definitely can't do in small garden. Uh, you're not doing, you're not doing that much good. What do they do it down at the, benefit. down at the coast? So they they use cotton and sorghum, I guess. Yeah, one rotation. Yeah. And and up up here we use uh, vegetables and corn, uh, field corn. And uh, that that mainly takes care of the nematodes and and things like that. But like I said, it's a three-year rotation, so you can't hardly do that in a small garden. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free outside of San Antonio. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You and Charles were talking about loquats before the. The show started. That was kind of, an, and both kind of admiring the one yeah. here at the nursery. Yeah, the uh, loquats are are blooming, and it just reminds us that it is winter time. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a little a little early. Uh, I for think them. it's early for loquats. And the, the loquat is a great plant. We both agreed it's evergreen, sun or shade, very disciplined grower, dense plant. Uh, so landscape has a lot of value. Uh, sometimes you get the, in the old days we didn't count on the fruit, uh, but now yeah. with our mild winters we're we're getting fruit Global more often. warming melting. Uh, so yeah, if you're looking for a, a whole plant to plant along a dry long driveway or the border a property, that that's that's probably a really good choice, and it doesn't get huge. Uh, and they're pretty dis- disciplined, so if you planted a hundred, they'd be a lot of them would. I mean, they'd be almost the same size, the same density. And then you get you get some fruit for them. Yeah, this one looks real nice. Are they alternate bearers or not? Not well. <laughs> I suppose they could be, but we get they. Uh, it depends on the weather. Yeah, the power. Oh, okay, because I think they're, they're not alternate bears. Because last year that one was full too. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think it was two years ago, but yeah. Well, what happened is uh, they bloom. Usually, we think about them blooming full blooming around Christmas, and that's when we get our hardest freeze. Oh, oh, huh. So uh, It'd be interesting to see what happens. But when, I, like I, like Calvin said, uh, years ago we. We'd figure out a crop every five to seven years because of the freezes. But uh, it's, it's happened. We've had such light freezes in the last uh, year or so, a couple of years, uh, that it actually thins the crop. It doesn't kill yeah, that all. Last year, no. Last that year, fruit's did. bigger. Fruit's larger. Last year, it did. Uh, it uh, affected the crop because of the... And my trees wasn't as much fruit, and it was uh, a lot of it was kind of a fruit da- uh, freeze damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't enough to knock it completely off, but it was enough to have it uh, twisted and 
didn't get grow to full size. Are you still getting tomatoes? I am not not like last fall, um, and the plants are are still put blooming set in some fruit. So it depends on what happens in the weather. Yeah. But um, lots of uh, uh, it's not just the HM 1823 showing that cracking. So I don't know quite. I can't quite figure out why. Uh, uh, several varieties, even Tycoon, is showing that cracking on the top. Okay. Uh, but all uh, of them are showing. All of them are showing, right? Seem to be. Yeah. Seem to be. Yeah. So that has to be weather related. Yeah, it's not. The fruit is not nearly as pr- pretty as, of course, this spring was outstanding. Yeah. And even last fall was pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, we, it'd be good to get some reports. If, if uh, this is probably a year. If you plant it a little bit late, later, mm-hmm. you may have a better crop and a certainly a more attractive crop yeah. than I'm seeing. Well, we're having. Well, I got a report from down south, uh, down around uh, Camelton, and uh, they said that they're uh, picking all their small fruit stuff, like uh, Roma Surprise and uh, and uh, Lavaca. And uh, some of that uh, little one with uh, uh, Ruby Crush. So the small tomatoes, they're already harvesting. The largest fruit, uh, of course, is larger, so it's slower to ripen. But uh-huh. we still we still beat, beat the Thanksgiving. Beat the th- you know, beat it. We were trying to uh-huh. produce for and Thanksgiving. And they're not seeing that cracking. Uh, not that I. Uh-huh. That, uh, not so, that so if you're that. you're a gardener out there with fall tomatoes, uh, let us know if you've what your uh, large fruit looks like. Yeah, we, right. got, we got to remember that. Uh, you know, we usually when we see cracking, uh, we think about uh, alternate water, al- uh, fluctuating water. But uh, we've also realized, got to realize that the. Plant growth fluctuation is what causes the cracking. And these hot spells followed by cool spells, that can cause uh-huh. cracking too. So I bet I ba- this year that's been especially prevalent. Yeah. So I imagine that's what's causing yeah, the cracking. Yeah, we've had some really ni- cool nights. Not necessarily the water. And you're watering yours, so it, it's probably yeah. not water. Although, you know, I was gone gone for a trip for a while, which could have which was in the kind of in the middle of that. Yeah, could have, yeah. Could, have been, could have been a combination. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. You can call us with your tomato reports at 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break, so give us a call while we do. 210-308-8867. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. Your calls right after this on 930 AM, The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's getting cooler, and that means it's a great time for planting. It means it's a great time to head on over to Millburgers, too, because this week you'll save on some of your favorites. You've waited so long. Now, here it is. Cyclamen are on sale at Millburgers in the four-and-a-half-inch pot for just four eighty-eight. You will not find a bigger or more beautiful selection of cyclamen anywhere in San Antonio, and they're well-priced at just four eighty-eight in the four-and-a-half-inch pot. Right now at Millburgers perennials are on sale. You'll save 40% on the one-gallon container. This is the great time to head on over to Millburgers and choose from some of your favorites, including Lantana or Mexican Oregano or Salvia, on sale in the one-gallon container. You ready? Just $3.88. Millburgers also has some of our best landscape shrubs on sale for just $11.88 in the three-gallon container. Dwarf Yopon, Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, and more. Now just $11.88 in the three-gallon container. All at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. Are you an answer seeker? Join the club today. Find the link to join at the top of the page at 930amtheanswer.com. When you join, you'll also be part of the birthday club. We'll celebrate your special day with a gift basket waiting for you at Southwest Exteriors, an oil change from Belden Automotive, and a 12-piece box of ganaches, truffles, creams, or caramels from Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Join today at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by Belden Automotive, Southwest Exteriors, and Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Snoring is serious and sleep apnea can be deadly, but you don't have to wear the cumbersome CPAP mask or go through the pain and downtime of surgery. At Simple Sleep Services, our team of doctors are experts in providing the least invasive treatment for snoring and sleep apnea. A custom fit, comfortable solution that you simply pop in before bed each night and wake up feeling refreshed. It's covered by medical insurance and this time of year deductibles are generally low. Visit simplesleepservices.com or call 210-528-1900. simplesleepservices.com this is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Suburbicon, the prestigious new movie release from director George Clooney, features Matt Damon and Julianne Moore with a screenplay co-written by the Oscar-winning Coen brothers. The film opened with high hopes on more than 2,000 screens across the country, but it proved to be a commercial disaster with just $2.8 million on opening weekend. Even more shocking, Suburbicon got a dismal D-minus grade from CinemaScore. Why the negative response? It's billed as an expose of white privilege, depicting a fictional suburb in 1959 that reacts to its first black family with disgusting violence and bigotry, while highlighting corruption, adultery, and murder by the seemingly bland middle-class family at the center of the dark comedy. Actually, the public is tired of Hollywood plutocrats who look down on the hard-working, decent suburban lives that many citizens live and loathes the condescending assumption that the American dream has become the American nightmare. I'm Michael Medvey. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, we're going to talk to Lonnie now on the line at 308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi there, Lonnie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Thank you so much. Good. What's uh, going on? I just on? wanted to respond to the doctor's inquiry about the tomato situation. Um, well, I have some rather large cherry tomatoes, uh, but they just have not ripened yet. Um, and if, as long as the freeze the freezes uh, hold off, that I'll be okay. Uh, I also planted Celebrity, and they just stagnated for quite a while before they decided to start growing some. So, therefore, all I have there are blossoms. Uh, and so, again, it's going to be a function of weather. If if the weather holds, we're okay, I guess. But Right. Uh, well, when did you plant them? Did you I plant them all at the same uh, time? Or? Later than I wanted to, but I planted them in um, early September, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty late. But you might make it. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh, fresh. Uh, you say the small ones are, you got a lot of small ones. Large, large cherry tomatoes. Large cherry, yeah. They're, they're large. And, and, and they are large. Fruit. These are these have to be at least, uh, oh, I don't know, I guess perhaps uh, two King inches in, in no. diameter. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, a, that's a good tomato, especially for the spring. Large cherry. No. But anyway, that'll... That uh, you might you might want to get some uh, protective cloth to put over some of that yeah. uh, you know to, to get ready for the first free frost. Right, That'll and of course you, what I've done what I've done many times in the past is if I had a uh, if I had tomato plants just loaded with with green tomatoes, my wife and I went out there late usually late at night and picked all those uh, tomatoes that we figured were going to would uh, uh, ripen uh, and, yeah. and pick them and put them in the windowsill and it turned out to be beautifully oh yeah beautifully yes. they're the, 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 getting large at this time of the year is a function of cool nighttime temperatures and uh, they they may be physiologically mature in other words where, where, where when you cut what you do is uh Go in there and 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 choose the different sizes that you have. To choose a sample of the sizes you have. In other words, you have some uh, size of a golf ball, and you have some uh, size of a tennis ball, and uh, and just and just cut those tomatoes uh, lengthwise uh, or cross crossways, like you're slicing them to eat. Mm-hmm. And see if the gel, there's a gel around the seed uh, of a tomato when it gets um, physiologically mature. Now, if Milton did that, he all his tomatoes would be used up. Well, that's true too. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, if what? you if you cut the seed, let's say of, of the one that's the golf ball size, mm-hmm. if you cut the seed and you look and there's no there's no there's not much gel around the the seed, then uh, Better leave the, it. The, 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 the fruit will, the, that, that size fruit will never ripen. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Thanks for the report. You bet. But you're not Thank seeing you. any cracking uh, on your lip. No. On no. The, no. Uh-huh. No. And, and in fact, they're not, they haven't even begun to, I noted that 
tomatoes usually before they are as part of the ripening process they'll kind of turn white that's right and and right these are still quite green huh well that's good though you got time what was it yeah three weeks if the weather holds yes (laughs) yeah yeah all right but get you uh, thanks lady lady you are you need to get you some of that uh protective cloth and put around I assume they're in cages, but anyway, put, that protective, cages, cloth, yes. put that protective cloth around there. And would they I stay can't. on uh, around the clock? I mean, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to try and time it. I don't think for um, for just say the nighttime or, or how, how. What would what do you? No, you put it on there and you leave it on there. You wrap the, there. Okay. The, the complete complete tomato. And uh, especially the ones that have fruit, you wrap it all the way around the cages and even over the top. Oh, now okay. when you do when you do that, uh, uh, you want to anchor the cage. I mean, put uh, put some wire or some braces. You want to put some braces on the bottom of the cage before you put that cloth around the cage because. When you do, and of course we know how these cold weather. Sometimes this cold weather comes in with uh, with hard well, hard well, winds. winds yeah. mm-hmm. So it'll blow it down. Are you, I assume your your tomatoes are in the ground, or are they in containers? Uh, no, it's raised beds. Raised bed, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, just be sure to anchor that uh, anchor those cages once you put after, before you put that. Uh, Grow up uh, or that cloth around them, uh, or, okay. or you can you can take a chance and just <laughs> put it out before the before the fork. I don't know. Of course, we're sitting here and it's getting warmer and warmer again. Milton got his shorts on. Yeah, yeah. Short it's hard hard, hard to believe that out, hard to believe we could have a freeze, but I, I guess I guess we could well, pretty quick. We all know where we live, and you know what we. Yeah. That's the truth, Lonnie. <laughs> Thank you much. All right. Bye. Thanks for the info. You take care. All right. 210-308-8867. If you have a tomato report, 210-308-8867. Sherry's Bonsai Arbor is now in Trader's Village. On uh, oh, out there, yeah, ninety three thirty three Southwest Loop four ten. Yeah, yeah. So you can go visit her out there if you have a bonsai question. All right, 210-308-8867. Still a little time before you have to get caught up with the news. What else we got going on? Uh, Neil, Neil got a question in about uh, somebody wrote in and said, I have several young, I have planted several young trees within the past several years. I've noticed that the tops of them have died but that the sprouts are coming up from near the base of the tree. So why did they die, Kevin? I think they died because they weren't watered. They, look at him. He doesn't even blink. PhD, PhD at Texas A&M, uh, man. <laughs> and and a, and a PhD in drought, uh, droughty plants. That we've had, we had four or five years of training on a, a lack of water, and that's exactly the way they die. Uh, especially and, the young, young yeah. they're not established, and people don't and water them. We, we, sh- we should we should note that uh, sometimes that can happen when when people follow our old recommendation. You know, 
water out there at the drip line. Yeah, man. yeah. And uh, we now we're seeing when it's that dry <laughs> situation, you water at the root ball on those newly planted. And the newly planted doesn't mean a month ago. It can mean three years ago. Yeah. Especially if you're in poor soils or in soils that have been droughty. So you just you soak that root ball, and uh, it does the job then. And then they're trying to make a tree out of the sprouts. Uh, should I prune out the dead wood and let the sprouts grow? Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> that dead wood not going to grow anymore. Uh, and Neil said, uh, uh, with each tree, select the one trunk that is straightest and that has the narrowest single, a narrowest angle from the original trunk. It doesn't necessarily have to be the tallest among them. If you just want the smallest, po- smallest possible trunk, or crook in the trunk. Surprised me that Neil didn't give him a little lecture on the, or uh, yeah, a little more information on the the watering. Well, yeah, I, but but I guess he was trying to get the point across on uh, yeah. the pruning. So. But uh, anyway, he said you can take select a trout. Now, with that said. That root system has probably been damaged. If they, if if we're right, the drought killed the top, and that's about the only thing I think of can, can kill them like that, and then have them re-sprout. But though that root system is not a healthy root system, it's been drought stress. So you you need to keep watering it. Yeah, you uh, don't as you're trying to grow those sprouts. I yeah, and uh, I would hesitate to. Uh cut any live wood out until you get a real distinct yeah. response response from yeah, the kind of you know so the, a response from the tree that verifies that it has now a root system capable of supporting that right. lead yeah right. all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 um let's see do we want to Real quick, talk a little bit again about the Water Saver Landscape Design School. Yeah, our Do you friend, still have your information? Our friends at uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas are uh, sponsoring it along with uh, Saws yeah. and the uh, uh, Trinity Glen Rose uh, Water Conservation District. 8.30 to 1 o'clock on the 11th, $30 per person. Uh, you'll get uh, lectures and handouts, uh, all the, you know, landscape care guide and the plant list from Austin, all, all, a lot of good information. Uh, something special about that, though, is you get some individual counseling, which is always useful. You know, you, you can talk about uh, plants you, you have special interest in or if you have a roughed-out plan or a special problem, you can bring that up in that 20-minute session but anyway the you need to register by the uh, wednesday november 8th and you uh, go to the gardeningvolunteers.org website and they'll uh, put you in the right place to to register for the program uh 30 dollars and the class is out there at stone oak at the aldaco's restaurant they've had it at the dominion before right and uh this one i uh, I was out of Stone Oak, so uh, straight, straight uh, 
well, close, relatively close to, to Millburg River here. Um, but check that out. Get uh, go to the website. You'll get more information on. Now, on what, is, what is that aquifer? I've never heard of that. That Trinity. Yeah. What, what, is that the Trinity aquifer? Yeah. Trinity Glen Rose. And where is that? Is that it's right north? Just barely north. Uh, fact. It's probably comes in right close to us here. Oh, okay. Stone Oak, Stone Oak folks. Okay. He's a Trinity, and uh, all the all, everything 1604 north of 1604 is is involved with the Trinity hmm. aquifer. But you can have both. You can have both aquifers that operating at one time. And that's what I was going to ask. How yeah. the heck do you? How did they differentiate between the Edwards and and that aquifer? Now it can be They're kind so of, close together. It can be tricky, but the Trinity Glenrose and Saws and the Edwards Aquifer Authority have done a good job of making sure that they uh, coordinate and uh, have the have the kind of rules that uh, everybody that's on two or all three of those aquifers uh, can follow. Okay. I did not for me. Oh, with that go to the yeah, go, for folks that are curious about it, like Jerry is, go to the Trinity uh, Glenrose uh, website. Okay. Because they got a lot of neat information that pl- plus a uh, uh, on a website they got a lot of good gardening information too. So check it out. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to get ready to take a break in just a second, but I want to tell you that something's coming up. We had a big success last week with the uh, Halloween. Spooktacular uh, event. Now, coming up at Christmas is our Christmas Traditions event. The annual open house is Saturday, December 2nd, 2017. So mark that on your calendar about a month from now. City Chorus will be here from nine, from noon to 2. There will be hot chili uh, as well until the bowl runs out. Uh, there will be face painting, and the balloon artists will be back. Oh, Plus uh, roasted corn, big deal, and uh, free hot chocolate popcorn and wassail, courtesy of Mill Burgers. The little red choo choo, a whole different train, uh, not oh, the terror train at all. Yeah, train. Roger just drives around and goes ho 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 oh, okay. all the time, but really loud. <laughs> and uh, there'll be some uh, donations to the San Antonio Food Bank, and it'll be a time to get the perfect Christmas tree point set of garland wreaths or decorations from Mill Burgers. So come on over and uh, plan to be part of that December. Here at Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Road. The calendars are here too, so if you want to get your calendar here early, you can get that here at Mill Burgers as well. So, all right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And uh, we'll be right back with more of Mill Burgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment. Live from Mill Burgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. You can come visit us. Ask your gardening question too. Or just keep listening. 9:30 a.m. The answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, Cyclamen Central, uh, at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And we want you to come on by and visit with us. And like so many of your gardening peers are today, pretty uh, mums that she's got there. And some she's taking advantage, it looks like, of the uh, perennial sale that's in front of us, 388 in the one-gallon containers and lots of different choices. Uh, so uh, come on by Millburgers and visit with us. Ask your gardening question in person or uh, just uh, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We need to remind everybody that Millburgers has a certified butterfly garden. Yeah, I saw somebody taking pictures. You couldn't yeah, see them. You want to add, it amazes me, I'll get a kick out of it because Charles is raving about it. You know, Yeah. Charles is. Other than Halloween, Charles is not usually sentimental, <laughs> right, but he, he likes the butterfly garden uh, because self-contained is attractive, at, at, attractive landscape feature. Plus, it does the job for the butterflies. Uh, this has got an amazing uh, variety. There's there's a painted lady right there, and then there was a queen butterfly too. That oh, I thought you were talking about somebody. Yeah, I didn't know what the <laughs> yeah. goodness. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Don't get me distracted, guy. But anyway, you can uh, see that we derailed. And yes. uh, we're talking, you know, we're talking butterflies twelve months out of the year here in the San Antonio area. So you want to replace your zinnias and uh, porterweed and uh, uh, milkweeds uh, with other things that are blooming, and we've. We talked about them. You know, we talked about calendulas and alyssum and dianthus and even the snapdragons. Uh, of course, the, 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 uh, our, 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 our friends, uh, lantanas really seem to be a favorite butterfly plant right now. But they'll be, what, another month, maybe six weeks, so they may be affected by the cool weather. Except those purple ones. Yeah, that's right. That's, Monty, uh, that's what Milton and I told uh, uh, the woman that was looking for a landscape feature. We told her about the the purple. Some some winters will bloom all. Oh yeah, all winter. full bloom at Christmas. And even they they can even put up with some shade. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're they're kind of an amazing uh, plant and variation. It's a different uh, different species than. Yeah, I think they do better in the winter than they do in the summer. I think you're right. Uh, fall, well, at least fall and spring. Yeah, you know, fall winter, and spring. Yeah, if there's a mild winter. And they can be made to be pretty. They can be pretty lush too. I've seen. Uh, there was a, a building at the A and M campus that they used them around uh, structures, and they must. They really must have watered them and fertilized them because they were just prospering and they were just thick with blooms right generally when we see the lavender and the white they're not not as many blooms as the uh, yellow but they can if you get you put them in the right uh, conditions they can be uh, as blooms and, and have a much longer bloom period probably don't bloom as well in the middle of summer right as uh, don't seem to new gold. All right, 210-308-8867. That's our number, 210-308-8867. Something else that people are using more and more in their landscape are these uh, sweet potato vines. Mm. 
Uh, Those are nice. I'm surprised at how many, where where they're being used and how many are being used. <clears throat> and so people always say, "Can I save the sweet potato vines from next year? Are the big roots edible? They have, they have it's a sweet potato, and you eat a sweet potato root. And so these these yellow ones have sweet have have uh, what looks they they there's usually smaller, but they're very similar to the sweet potatoes you buy in the grocery supermarket. Mine so, came so, back year after year. The lavender. Yeah, they will come back a lot of yeah, times. Not, not, not the, our ground doesn't freeze. Yeah, not not the uh, the uh, yeah, green ones seem to be a little more sensitive yeah, to the winter. I think they're weaker. But anyway, uh, Neil gave them. Mostly good information. Said, uh, yes, you can harvest the giant tubers and save them indoors over the winter. Then cut them into pieces to start new slips next spring. Now he's getting that confused with an Irish potato. You don't cut a, you don't cut a sweet potato in pieces. And seem yeah, you may you just yeah put it in intact in a. You don't even have to be fussy. Sometimes right. you accidentally. You lay it yeah. out there by the garden, and that sends out sprouts. If, if you look at the sweet potato root, you'll see that it's it's in section. It's in uh, like roots grow in sections, and uh, you can tell where the one section ends and the other begins because it's got little buds on the on the end of that section. So that's where you break it, and then then grow your own slips uh, by putting it in water or or burying it in the sand like we were talking about. But uh, you don't don't cut them in, don't actually cut them in pieces. Uh, also, go, getting back to the deal, are they edible? Um, uh, they are edible. They are edible, but they, they're not that good. Mm. So they have, they've been selected for color. Now, wait a minute. Are you saying they're not that good because they are sweet potatoes or they're compared to... Other sweet potatoes, they're not that good. Well, maybe if you put enough butter and cinnamon <laughs> and whatever, are you, they'd, they'd yeah. be maybe. Are you a, be a okay sweet, sweet potato? I love sweet but potatoes. Butter and sugar makes everything better. I like them too, mainly because they're good for diabetics. Uh, you know, you, we're getting into the holidays, and of course, I love Irish potatoes or mashed potatoes. Oh, man. And. Uh, uh, but uh, they have a carbohydrates in them, which are bad for diabetics, uh, big time for diabetics. They turn into sugar. I can eat a. I, I told my dietitian. Uh, I said, when I eat potatoes, I have to double my insulin because you know it turns into sugars and and keeps keeps your sugars high. And she said, she said, well. Your solution is not to eat potatoes. I said, wait a minute. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Or half as much. Uh, uh, By the way, the thing about sweet potatoes, you don't have to you don't have to put all that syrup and stuff uh, on them. They're very naturally sweet. sweet and palatable. They've been cured to be sweet. Yeah, and lots of uh, lots of nutrients. Oh, yeah. Potassium and everything. Absolutely. But I guess there's... Uh, Oh, I, I was I was thinking that there was uh, some some issues. Uh, some sweet potatoes 
and yams. Maybe it was yams. There, some have more, much more nutrients than others. I guess the the maybe it's the yams. The light-colored yams were easy to grow, but didn't have the nutrition that the old-fashioned dark-colored ones. So that's an interesting thing to look up. To sweet yeah, potatoes that, and yams are different. I guess we don't need to go go into a big yeah. description, but <laughs> we'll do that around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hey, we got Trace up on the porch with us. You may have heard his voice, and uh, we always get him up each day. You were on the air to kind of tell us a little bit about what's going on here at Millburgers. What's going on, Trace? Well, lots of color, lots of veggies. Uh, yeah. We, we have a lot of cyclamen. Really? Yeah. yeah Where are they? That, that white is screaming over there, isn't it? And, and that's the one I think still, and I know this this is a debate, I still think white smells the best. It's more fragrant. There you go. Oh, okay. More fragrant. The bathroom I, I, smells and the flowers are fragrant. Okay. No. I never even get that close. <laughs> the colors are so vibrant and yeah. spectacular that and they are a, li- a little bit of a little yeah. bit of imagined scent is just not the as important. Can you smell them, Milton? Fragrant? I can't smell smell them either. But the but, and and of course you, if you stay. You guys maybe are standing too close to the alyssum because the, the alyssum you can smell the nice fragrance 12, 14 feet away. Yeah, when I walked through that, the alyssum right there. And when I walked walked up that aisle, I smelled them right there, right yeah. there. Hmm. Yeah, they're amazing. And they're, they're sweet. And the stocks are, we got some stocks in uh, the big, the big containers. Uh, I I think I like the I like the stocks. I don't know. I would probably de- debate between sweet peas and stocks as my favorite uh, fragrance. And you can plant both of them right now. In fact, we got I think what do we got five six different kinds of sweet peas in the on the seed rack in there. Uh, probably more. Yeah. Gosh. So if you haven't planted uh, some of the in a while. Plant some sweet peas out there. Just get one of those old tomato cages that you uh, aren't using right now and uh, plant uh, some of them. Uh, and then, then of course, get the, the stocks and the lissom. And for unbelievable color, just a really a decorative plant. And, and I guess they're even even more special because you, you grow them in the shade. I mean, they just show off and have a bloom every day of the year. Here during uh, the winter time, containers really look nice in wh- half whiskey barrels. You still t- you still about the cyclamen? Huh? Yeah, I am. I'm I'm trying to. I'm still. Okay. No, no, no. I just just making sure. Um. <laughs> I just uh, I, I I have a little tendency to go on and on about uh, winter annuals because uh, they yeah, are I, a great plant. <laughs> no. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so they are on sale um, in the – or are they just the one pot? They don't have – The cyclamen? Yeah. That's the four – well, it's a four-inch pot. Okay. It's measured like a TV is. Oh, okay. But for a 488. Yep. Yeah, so it's a great price. Uh, and you won't find prettier cyclamen anywhere in San Antonio, and you won't find a bigger selection. Oh, There's no. There's a whole cart of them going out right now. Where? Right above the Oh, register. yeah, look at that. Trace, I was telling them about I made that midweek visit. At, you know, we got a we got some in a musical event in our neighborhood, and I 
uh, went and got some mums and some cyclamen. Right after you left, the calendula showed up. Did they? Yep. Oh, man. Are they, I mean, the the red, four inch or the big containers? Big containers. Oh, okay. And uh, the, the uh, guy who's not a gardener saw those cyclamen, and I could just see him. I mean, he did that. He dismissed everything else. I got him some Dorfruelia. <laughs> so then I went back. I was bringing some other stuff back. And he had gone and gotten a whole bunch more cyclamen. There was cyclamen all over his yard. So it's, it's a, if you haven't, you're a gardener and you have never considered cyclamen for the wintertime, you need to come look at these and uh, try a few at least. You see, you don't have to be as crazy about as, as me and some other gardeners are that uh, cover the side of the house with them, but they're, they're spectacular. Trace, when I was walking up, changing the subject, when I was walking up up uh, up through here, there was a, the, some uh, pansies on the ground. I think they were on the ground. Yeah, there was some on the ground. Biggest pansy, biggest pansy Col- bloom I've ever seen. Is Col- that Colossus? I believe that's Colossus that you saw. Let's see, you got Majestic Giants, Colossus. Is that new this year? Or was it, no, Col- it? we had Colossus for a while. Okay. But there's there's three versions out there. And Crown, Anti- Antiqua, and the Matrix variety. But that must be Colossus. That, I swear those blooms were that big. Is that kind of fragrance? It's at Seth size. It, it, was, it was solid yellow, I think, the one Co- I saw. A clear, clear face, huh? Clear face, clear face. Yeah. Oh, wow, I have to look at that. So yeah. for our radio listeners, how big is that? Is that four inches? Yeah. Four and a half inches? <laughs> I think that's a fish story there. Oh, okay. Three. Well, that's that, you're always right, safe on the so. radio. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They okay. were huge. They were big, yes. And so it crosses my mind. I hate to see this. This is blasphemous. Uh-oh. He wants you to pinch the blooms off before you plant them. No, 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 no. Oh, that's David. I'm, 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 what? I'm not foolish enough to make believe that people will do that. I don't think I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's better for the plant, you know. But uh, I'm not going to talk about it. What? I'm not going to say that. I, mean, I was just thinking, how does compa- pansies compare to cyclamens? With that, you know, we grow cyclamen because of the bloom. It's such, an, uh, such a tr- tremendous bloom. But uh, with these bigger bloom pansies, I'm wondering if you put them side by side, what would what would make the what would, would make more blooms during the winter than? Well, in the winter, if they were in full sun, the pansies would. But if they're in full shade, the pansy blooms the foliage might hang on but uh, i don't think that was still my thunder big blooms would <laughs> yeah i don't think those big blooms would uh, so the more shade you need cyclamen and uh, yeah. more sun you need yeah probably would have went out with a bad you know but they it's kind of cool i some of the most effective use of them i've seen are uh all the homes landscapes that have shade trees and then they have you know, the driveway and the sidewalk, and you can have both. You know, in the little sunny spot along the sidewalk, there'll be a pansy bed in the sun. And then a little further on in the under the uh, 
or a tree, you know, it might be under the low quad trees or something. There'll be a yeah. cyclamen bed and, and a combination of the, them all together in the wintertime. It's really hard to be. So, Trace, what's the name of that uh, that uh, cloth that we use? Uh, uh, not grow, grow, the grow web cloth. The frost cloth. What? The frost cloth. Yeah, somebody sent me an email and said, I can't think of well, is frost Is frost cloth the same as the agricultural fiber that I was talking about? I, I just took it for granted it was, but they thought, they sounded like frost cloth was something special. Is that, is there well, something? I mean, they're different. Well, there's, there's two different versions of Are it. One's real thin, and it's the one that Jerry always recommends putting around the tomato plants to help keep the insects out in the first part of the year to keep the wind off of it. And the thicker one uh, uh, helps insulate for cold better. Insulate, that's the name of it. <laughs> Thank you, Trey. He accidentally got it. Nice job, Trace. I couldn't think of that name. So is the insulate life. a frost cloth as opposed yeah, it's, it's to an agricultural a, fiber? It's a, it's a, well, I don't, I'm not sure what agricultural fiber is. Okay. I think it's the same. So it's maybe the so agricultural like fiber is the bigger category, and then yes, yeah. frost cloth is uh, a more targeted uh, use right. So, what do you got? Choices. Yes. I, guess, I guess we have to start talking about the frost protection. I've got yeah. packages of the insulate. Insulate. I've got insulate by the foot, where it's six, uh, twelve foot wide, and you buy it by the running foot. Then I've got the what are the green ones? Plankets. Oh yeah, That's yeah, it. yeah. So I've got some plankets, and the, there's three sizes with drawstrings uh, sewn into them. And then one that's a much larger sheet, and they're all green. And so they they work pretty darn well on uh, uh, containers like half, half whiskey barrel. You can you know even the draw cloth. And and if you have a kind of a disciplined plant like a lime yeah. uh, in a container. That's and these what, are not because Calvin I'm sure will be writing an article about some frost protection, but these are not plastic. These are breathe breathe yeah. breathable. Uh, materials that uh, tr- that slows down the release of the heat, but uh, uh, traps uh, doesn't trap the cold in there. In That's other words, releases the, the it releases the heat. It tra- it slows down the release of the heat and it releases the cold the air that gets under those clothes. So you have less of an issue for going from freezing to. Yeah, boiling kind of thing. It'll give you five degrees cold protection. Um, Reduces and they, the fluctuations. And they, right, right, it's surprising right. how long they last. If you, if you're careful, apply putting the materials on the insulate and things like that, and then taking them off, fold them up. I mean, you, I've got pieces three, of four that we use store use that are probably at least six, seven years. Oh, old. that's good. Yeah. Now, of course, the planket lasts forever, but the, I mean, a long time. Yeah, it's a thicker. Uh, 210-308-8867. What else is going on, Trace? Well, we, we had our finish for the or the announcement of the winner for our Halloween. Yeah, we costume. heard. So we did give away the gift certificate to the uh, the customer already. She, oh, good. She showed, I can't remember her name, but she showed up on Monday, I believe, picked that up. And Roger, of course, ended up number one. <laughs> yeah, Claude, I'm, I'm sorry, Trace. Yeah. 
I, I was hoping you'd win there. after carrying that bat around all all right. for two days. Well, who got second? Is it second and third, or just it was second somebody and third. won? Uh, Courtney got third, and one of the other young ladies inside got the the second place. Who's okay. the little girl? Who's the little girl that uh, that had the skeleton painted Stacey. on her face? Well, that, uh, that skeleton was um, um, the little blonde girl. Stacy. Well, no, she had, she had a pumpkin. Yeah, that was a scary, scary pumpkin, yeah. So who got Oh, who you're got right. Second? There was someone who had the skeleton. Uh, it was the the young lady running the register, I believe. Oh, uh, the one that had the, the papoose kind of thing? No, no, no. <laughs> but that, that, seeing that skeleton, that skeleton painted on her face, that was, I don't know who did that, but I mean. Well, it's been, she, she's she got was, nightmares ever since. She was out working with a customer, and, and I walked by her. And she looked over at me, and I, when when you first looked at her, you saw the skeleton, you saw the the skull, skull, and then you saw that there was a fa- there was a person under that, a face under. Huh. It. it scared me. It scared me when I first looked at it. You know, you're gonna. You're we should have. To... You know what I should have done. What I should have done. You're gonna have to think it, about it, this, it, old people. Yeah. You know. You know. It's take take pictures. Of everybody, you know, every Should, year. We, I'm pretty sure we put some pictures on Facebook. Oh, did you? Okay. I'm almost positive. But I mean that, that she she went to a lot of trouble. I I started to come back and vote for her because to to do all that painting on her face. Well, I think my I think my favorite, other than myself, because I can't vote for myself. There you go. Was Courtney, the young lady who painted herself blue and had the red hair on, su- on Sunday? Yeah. I mean, when was, you think about painting yourself blue and and put that skeleton on your face and things like that, can you imagine, uh, Milton? This made him if you were if you were bald like some people here, you uh, painting yourself blue would take like two three gallons of paint. Uh, <laughs> just mean. Go through a car wash. <laughs> you'll paint. I think she told me she got up at like three or four in the morning to start doing. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. Wow. She did it herself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, we got to take a break while we do. Give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. It's getting cooler, and that means it's a great time for planting. It means it's a great time to head on over to Millburgers, too, because this week you'll save on some of your favorites. You've waited so long. Now here it is. Cyclamen are on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just $4.88. You will not find a bigger or more beautiful selection of cyclamen anywhere in San Antonio, and they're well-priced at just $4.88 in the four and a half inch pot right now at Millburgers perennials are on sale you'll save 40 percent on the one gallon container this is the great time to head on over to Millburgers and choose from some of your favorites including lantana or mexican oregano or salvia on sale in the one gallon container you ready just 388 
Millburgers also has some of our best landscape shrubs on sale for just eleven eighty eight in the three gallon container. Dwarf Yopon Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, and more now just eleven eighty eight in the three gallon container. All at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Hi Rose, thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Ah, oh, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? <laughs> Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com. Are you an answer seeker? Join the club today. Find the link to join at the top of the page at 930amtheanswer.com. When you join, you'll also be part of the birthday club. We'll celebrate your special day with a gift basket waiting for you at Southwest Exteriors, an oil change from Belden Automotive, and a 12-piece box of ganaches, truffles, creams, or caramels from Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Join today at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by Belden Automotive, Southwest West Exteriors and Alamo City Chocolate Factory. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Suburbicon, the prestigious new movie release from director George Clooney, features Matt Damon and Julianne Moore with a screenplay co-written by the Oscar-winning Coen brothers. The film opened with high hopes on more than 2,000 screens across the country, but it proved to be a commercial disaster with just $2.8 million on opening weekend. Even more shocking, Suburbicon got a dismal D-minus grade from CinemaScore. Why the negative response? It's billed as an expose of white privilege, depicting a fictional suburb in 1959 that reacts to its first black family with disgusting violence and bigotry, while highlighting corruption, adultery, and murder by the seemingly bland middle-class family at the center of the dark comedy. Actually, the public is tired of Hollywood plutocrats who look down on the hard-working, decent suburban lives that many citizens live and loathes the condescending assumption that the American dream has become the American nightmare. I'm Michael Medvey. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. While the guys are answering a question off the air, I'm going to tell you about Spider-Man Pest Control. Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control have been helping folks out uh, since 1976. Their slogan is your web of protection since 1976. And I'll give you their phone number in just a second. But if something's bugging you or you're not satisfied with your pest control company right now, maybe uh, they've sprayed and then it comes back just 
really quickly the uh, bugs come back. Uh, Spider-Man Pest Control is uh, is a place to go. And the reason uh, is uh, that Warren and the, the gang over there don't just kill the, the pests. They look for uh, maybe where they're coming in or why you're having this this problem. And they help you solve the problem, too. So they're not uh, interested. They want to be your, your company that you go to uh, each quarter. But uh, they also are not interested in uh, just, you know, kind of getting in and out and uh, they, they want to spend time with you over at spider-man pest control getting rid of those ants or roaches uh rodent control all those uh, they do at spider-man pest control learn more uh, by going to go spidermanpest.com that's go spidermanpest.com and you can learn a lot more about what they do and you'll learn their phone number it's 656 for spider-man pest control right here in san antonio you mean we're advertising for spider-man again yep spider-man's back all right. He's never left me. Oh. Yeah, we, we they've been uh they've been our uh pest control uh contractor for since Yeah, was since I met them uh, here on the show years ago. All righty. So um was that a question we want to talk about on the air? Yeah. Yeah. It was uh roses and peppers. Huh. And, jalapenos. And probably I was just thinking about that uh, probably uh, Fifty percent, at least, of the gardens out there are probably showing these same right. symptoms because the roses have perked up again. Yeah, and uh, and so they're going to be sus- uh, pretty susceptible to thrip uh, thrip da- damage. And you get de- now you had Belinda's dream, which is not a, not as susceptible as the hybrid teas, but but still, he was just going to spray some. Uh, Spinosad. Spinosad on it, and that may clear it up. The old days, we would have sprayed uh, acetate. There you go. Uh, and acetate's still available. It's labeled for the for the uh, that issue too, uh, so that that works real well. The the ins- the little in- little teeny insect, one of Milton's favorites. Uh, the uh, thrips. Yeah, sucks the juices from the developing cells, and so you get little deformed leaves and flowers and then on on the, on the peppers there was the same it was thrips too yeah and it the, did it the, the damage looks uh, looks like uh with the leaves are wrinkled and and smaller that damage can either be thrips an insect or it can be a virus but he since he said all of his peppers had that yeah i mean there's thrips and the peppers are kind of perking up. Uh, well, I guess they'll be kind of confused by this weather a bit. Yeah. But, but they like this weather better than the the, much, the cooler weather. But they, uh, but they're they're putting on new growth, and so they're susceptible to that yeah. damage too. But spinosad is a is a fair option. It won't correct the damage you got already. Right. But, but the new growth will be yeah good. The, and the plants are growing so fast that you'll have. Uh, I'm, I imagine uh, on on that rose, the best thing to do is take all the old, take all the dead blooms off, or the the declining bulb blooms out of there. Because if it is thrips, they're in those blooms already. And it hard, it's hard with spinosad to right to get them off. Yeah, you can't, you can't. Yeah, they're, they're covered. They got 
petals covering them. So you, uh, to, to go back to something you often said, you uh, think he would have really responded to pulling all those uh, all those. Boots. Well, I mean, the, 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 they've been damaged by the thrips. Yeah, they aren't as... And, uh, it's amazing. And the hot weather, so if you take... Oh, uh, Lord. Uh, he's more damaged by the thrips. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Peterson is here from San Antonio Water System. What you say, Mark? Uh, you didn't buy those glasses, I hope. Yeah, Roswell. Oh, Roswell, oh, New Mexico. I see. I stopped okay. at the That's Roswell funny. Museum and okay. got a license plate and my glasses. Did you see anything? I see. I see you in a whole new light. Uh, Do you? Okay. <laughs> oh dear. You have a certain aura about you. I missed you at the uh, coffee ground uh, conference, Mark. I saw your name on the list. And... Uh, yes, I was. Uh, I was taken ill. Oh. <laughs> enough said. Enough said. Yes. <laughs> okay. I was halfway there, and I decided, no. No. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I would. I would have gone it's and see of, that. So. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I was talking to Trace. Yeah. I said, Trace. What Trace what's your say? status on uh, Saw's coupon landscape coupon plants? And he says, Well, let's go look. They have just about everything. And I want to say that because you have until November 29th mm. to redeem your coupons. So if you have any coupons out there, come on over to Millburgers and redeem that and get $100. You must buy 15 plants, and then you have a $100 coupon to use. Cool. So you're looking at me like, No, what? no, no, I'm listening. What? what? I'm listening to what's... <laughs> no. What's this, coupon? Coupon? Yeah. No, For every 200 square feet that you remove, <laughs> you will get a $100 coupon to be used on uh, landscaping or on patio scaping. Okay. And so... Uh, and so well, how do you... Where do, where do you get that coupon? Coupon is no longer... The application oh. process well, has ended. Oh, it's over. The, oh, but the use... But there is a lot of coupons out there that need to be redeemed by okay. the 29th of November. When was that again? 29th of November. Of November. There you go. You are listening. <laughs> huh? Mark Peterson's here. <laughs> What's up with glasses? <laughs> cool. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, I just went, I was on the road. I listened to y'all and, and I decided to come on in and just remind everybody, you have that opportunity? Come on in. Come hey, on in to Millburgers. We has, have the product. What other programs is Saw is doing? Uh, that well, so I was just getting. I was just coming back from the last Rain Barrel distribution event. Oh wow! Yeah, how'd that go? That went well. I didn't okay. stay the whole time. I had to give a presentation at another event. Okay. And so came well, back. It looked like we gave out all the remaining. Uh, uh, all, all the remaining uh, rain barrels that were purchased, I should say that. I, I need to make sure that that uh, this this wasn't a free event. This was a distribution event yeah. of per- previously purchased rain barrels. Was it as big as the first one, or was this the second one, or is this? Well, the... Let's see. You were at the really big one, weren't you? Yeah. Or, or, or no, the second one. Well, no, I was at the one that was over. Yeah, by your place, and their lines uh-huh. down to eighty one, and the. Oh, so the original one, January yeah. in oh, January. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the nightmare, we like to call it. Y'all did uh. great. Actually, once you got on to St. Mary's or made the turnaround, once you got in the the uh, you know, the building parking lot and stuff, uh, it was great. Uh, 
Okay. It zipped by. And we never want to do it again. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, We're done with that. <laughs> however, however, that however, 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 if you have if you uh, have not received your two rain barrels, mm-hmm. and you still would like to purchase one, yeah, 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 or you two. may go online and get a coupon to purchase it from a, the currently only retail site. Oh, okay. And that is Stone and Soil. Okay. So, so we're working on other other vendors, but right now that's the only place you can get one. Okay. Uh, retail. Good deal. Yeah, let's see. These guys may have a question mark. Let me see if I can get them on oh, the air. Oh, come on over. Guys? Hey. Ma'am? Ma'am? Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Okay, here you go. You got the mic? You got the mic. You're on the air. How can we help you? For a thornless Myers lemon, is there such a thing? No. There's thornless. Uh, there's thornless. Uh, <laughs> what lemons, limes, limes? Oh, okay. Yeah, we have a thornless lime, but not a lemon. No, no more. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and but they grow out of the thorns. Do the lemons grow out of the thorns? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They do. Well. Oh, lemon The thorn gets smaller. Okay. Oh wow! So it's not like some of the other citrus where no. oh. that thorn is a, is a symptom of uh, juvenile growth. Is what he's talking about. Okay. And they will grow out of that as a, as a tree matures. But uh, I think Meyer lemon has a, you know, they have a few thorns all the time. It's loaded. we got probably 30 pounds of lemons on that thing right yeah, now. Yeah. I don't know if it's got thorns or not. But <laughs> Oh, well. Well, you had not been up there climbing it or anything? <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay, he's, he's he's showing that it's four, five, five or six feet tall. Okay. Well, well, now I wonder if we need to take some of those limes off of that, lemons off of that. Here, grab that mic in case you want to ask him a question too. Uh, I keep holding a the lot. Mic. A lot of times when you when you overfruit them like that, in other words, they got that much lemon on them, the. Uh, uh, they'll go into Alton Barrett. In other words, they won't have much next year. Well, they're already blooming already. Yeah, they bloom and have fruit at the same time. Yep, yep. You get it here? Yep. Well, good. Yep. Good deal. All right. Yeah. Thank and you. Very lemon. It's a good one. Thanks. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh-oh. I guess Mark uh, Mark was through with us, too. Let's take a quick break, and we'll get all this organized here. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's getting cooler, and that means it's a great time for planting. It means it's a great time to head on over to Millburgers, too, because this week you'll save on some of your favorites. You've waited so long. Now here it is. Cyclamen are on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just four eighty-eight. You will not find a bigger or more beautiful selection of cyclamen anywhere in San Antonio, and they're well-priced at just four eighty-eight in the 4.5-inch pot. Right now at Millburgers Perennial,
meals are on sale. You'll save 40% on the one-gallon container. This is the great time to head on over to Mill Burgers and choose from some of your favorites, including Lantana or Mexican Oregano or Salvia, on sale in the one-gallon container. You ready? Just three eighty-eight. Millburgers also has some of our best landscape shrubs on sale for just eleven eighty eight in the three gallon container. Dwarf Yopon, Holly, Dwarf Burford Holly, and more now just eleven eighty eight in the three gallon container. All at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Take nine thirty AM the answer with you everywhere you go with the nine thirty AM the answer app. Simply go to the app store on your mobile device, type in nine thirty AM the answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, nine thirty. 30 a.m. The answer. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The answer. Breaking news. President Trump's nominee to head of the FBI is pledging to remain free from political interference. Stimulating talk. Michael Jackson's chimp bubbles is now an artist selling paintings for up to $2,000. I'd like to know who bought a painting by a chimp for two grand. The answer. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors, we get the landlord off your bottom line. Breaking news. Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen says the Fed expects to keep raising interest rates for the foreseeable future. Stimulating talk. Donald Trump says that the West is superior. What's happening in the West? Are people starting to think maybe values are the issue? The answer. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, 9.30 a.m., the answer goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside our radio. We are now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous on iTunes, on iHeart, on our own app, on our website, on conservativeradio.com, on your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. I am David Gramillion on a continuing mission to help you get your geek on. Saturday night at 11, 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Get your geek on with Dave Gramillion on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Well, we've got Mark. Let's take another opportunity to talk about the Water Saver uh, Landscape uh, 
It's Landscape Design School? Yeah. Landscape Design School, that is correct. Yeah. It is the final one for this year. Okay. This year we've had the most. We had four. Huh. So uh, they're very, very popular, and that's why we had four. We had closed out each one, filled it up, and we started signing up people for the next one. So this one's coming up next Saturday. This one is a little different. As Calvin mentioned earlier, it's at the Aldacos in Stone Oak, and that is on the corner of Stone Oak and Hardy Road. Uh, there's still spaces available, uh, and we will start. We will keep on taking names uh, to Wednesday. If we still have spaces, we'll keep on taking names. Yeah, I know you like that. To keep it, yeah. taking names. We'll be taking names. We'll know who's <laughs> uh, there. That's uh, right. Well, I, I was thinking. I was talking to Nancy just a little while ago uh, with Guardian Volunteers South Texas, and oh, we'll be taking and, names. And she <laughs> and she was like, "Well, if there's still spaces, we'll keep on taking." Names, and that's all I got in my mind. I got you. It's okay. Just take, it, take a name. We're taking names. And uh, what? Just go to the gardening. Yes. So the um, site again for everyone who ha- is has not taken this class or not even heard of this class. This is you go to the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas website. That's www.gardeningvolunteers.org. And uh, you click on the design school, and it has all your boxes to fill up. And it is uh, $30, what is it again, $30 per person or or 40 per couple? I think so. Or something like that. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't mention. It it didn't mention in the press release. Yeah. Three experts here, and we can't know what the I can go look again. I don't think. Oh, okay. I'm not sure it's on. uh, Let's see. Yeah. I'll go look on the web. Go on design school. Yeah. I'm looking gardening volunteers.org. Is it on the SAW site? No. Okay. Just gardening volunteers. It's on the counters, yes. Okay. Anyway, so uh, it is it's, it is sponsored by SAWS, the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, and Trinity Glen Rose Water Conser- Groundwater Conservation District. I always forget the groundwater part. No. I always want to say water conservation district. And it's on the 11th from 830 to 1. 830, that's next Saturday, week from today. As I was talking to one of their staff, I'm going, yeah, let's see, uh, 4 plus 7... Uh, is that 11? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's $30 for individuals, $50 for two ah. members of a household. $50. Deadline to register November 8th. So. Or, or if there's still still people, I'm sorry. You'll still sorry, be taking names. You scared me there. <laughs> <laughs> scared myself. Uh, and uh, so one of the, is... the highlights, as I mean, for every one of them we've turned out, is the individual counseling. Yes. So uh, come come right. with your unique, your unique. <laughs> uh, laughing because thank you, Calvin, for keeping us on track. And Milton and yeah, I just, no, just get off track. On it this. just I understand what he means. It just sounds kind of funny. The individual counseling. Yeah. That you'll get. Oh. I'm, I'm addicted to cyclamen. Calvin, come on in. Let's let's get you some individual counseling here, and we'll help you out. My name is Calvin. Yes. Hi, Calvin. <laughs> bring in bring in your special issues or That's problems right. or so, plants you have questions about. So Calvin brings up a good point. We have uh, a, a special expert speakers on the principles of Xeriscape and plants, recommended plants and recommended design and all how to do that. Plus the, the unique feature is this one-on-one mm-hmm. consultation that we have. We go through any kind of issues that you may have with your landscape, and sometimes it's just a matter of, of a person taking that first step. 
They can't, yeah. they, they can't make that first step. Uh, we try to help them with that and, and get and, them on the path. And always at the landscape design schools, I think we, with all those that we've been involved with, the one of the most important issues, you know, we want to save water, environmentally appropriate, and we want to attract the landscape. But you want a landscape that meets your needs, a landscape that uh, uh, looks the way you want it and is and you can take care of it. And so that they'll emphasize that there, too, how to how to make sure you're planning a landscape that you're comfortable with and that you're proud of fits into your neighborhood. Yeah, it's something that's attractive, healthy, something that you enjoy your and your neighbors enjoy, and more importantly, just water conservation. That's our aspect yep. as well. All righty. So I'll go for more information, gardeningvolunteers.org. And um, so I don't understand what to say about the deadline. The deadline is November 8th. But November 8th. However, <coughs> if on November 9th there are still spaces okay, open, so we, 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 we'll take those. Okay, cool. So go go to the website. Don't. This is the bottom line. Go to the website even on the 9th and or the 10th. Yeah, well, don't don't take a chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, if you want right to get a spot, you want to register yeah, right don't now. Don't hesitate. Don't procrastinate just like me. Yeah. You're a big procrastinator. We know. Yeah, me, me too. All right. Thank you, Mark. What else you got? Nothing. Okay. I got nothing. Thanks for coming by. All right. Thanks for taking names. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Oh, do they want to ask you about the aquifer? Did we already discuss that? Yeah, we discussed that. Okay. Well, well, no, we did not discuss that. It is going ask. down. However, uh, we are reaching a period uh, in time in during the year that uh, you really don't need to be watering your grass so much. Of uh, course, what time of year is it, Milton? Winter, fall. It's fall. And fall. what time do what what's what is fall? What is fall? You don't know what is fall. Fall is for. Planting. Planting, oh. yeah. So we don't want to stop you from uh, putting in your plants and landscape. But uh, as far as turf is concerned, you need to start cutting back. Uh, okay. Fall is for brown patch, too, if you overwater well, that's, your turf. That's the main thing. It, it's not just for conservation for saws. It's for keeping your landscape pest-free. And I don't know if Mark can t- say this, but we can. Oh, good. They uh, detect... I mean, they determine how much your sewer bill is going to be starting pretty soon for your winter water use bill. So kind of get used to uh, just providing your landscape with the water it needs. Now, don't don't be extravagant because you're going to it's going to translate into what's that? Can you give me some reverb? Winter averaging. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> winter averaging begins the middle of November and, and winter averaging on to the middle of March. Do you want to? That's okay. why Saws takes the average of those months and uses that to determine your sewer rate for the remainder of the year. Okay, so the lower it is, the lower your sewer rate is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And the logic is that most of us don't have to water in the winter time, so that's a good time to determine so how, how much, much water how you much, use. How much do you recommend watering horse herb during the winter? <laughs> Oh, how, how many times per month? Yeah, how how much per how Oh, per no, week? no, 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 no. No, per week, yeah. zero. zero. Per month, once a month. 
Guess how much I will water. You are zero. Because <laughs> I listen to the program. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. And it looks good. And we know that because we're taking names. Yes. Cherry's going to organize a uh, the horse, horse herb society. conference. There you go. Yeah. Two weeks or so to get enough information. <laughs> yeah, we're going to. So uh, when is the first meeting of the Horse Herb Society? I don't know. It'll uh, be we, right we, after we the. We ought to do it in the winter so we can have tours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, oh that'll be nice. These gardens that, uh, we can uh, use the same room, room as the Rutabaga Society. We, we, we'd, have to, we'd have to just make a choice where, where to go because I don't know if three or four yards completely covered with your uh, yeah, horse, the horse herb, herb in the wintertime. You got some in there. Those You're tours will be popular. quite a bit, yeah. We have one that we use for our Xeriscape program. Do we you? have a backyard. It's, it has lovely patio scape, uh, yeah. lovely uh, stepping stones and, and hardware, and everything else in the entire backyard is horses. Horses. Okay. All right. Or do you call regular daisy? <laughs> it's more we'll romantic. Horses. Horse, well, I'm going to find out. Now we're going to do that tour. I'm going to find out where it is. <laughs> it was one of my staff who took that picture. So. Oh, okay, okay. Very cool. See so that? you're 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 slowly gaining. Uh, oh yeah, credibility I'll, I'll send, with this horse herb thing. I'll send I'll, you the picture on Plant Answers. Okay. And you can use it. I think I think more people would uh, be proud of uh, horse herb if they knew what it was. I think you know people hear us talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's but not the, straggler daisy. It's but, horse fur. Yeah, but but most people that have it don't know what it is. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, they do. They, it's it's that D wor- that's that D weed that's out there. That yeah, they can't it's control. the weed that we can't kill. How can yeah. we kill it? We want to know how we can kill it. Well, we we have at least one. You know, Forrest Appleton actually sent out the recipe on how to kill it. I couldn't believe it. No. I did not know that. Yeah. We have at least one listener that calls and asks about it and ignores everything Jerry says about it. Tries to, yeah, Jerry. They they get competitive. (laughs) Cool. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. Thanks for coming by, Mark. Still enough time to sneak in a question if you like it, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else you got there? I got my newsletter, my my uh, Melberger Lou newsletter came in. I was just looking through it. I just opened it, and uh, they got, uh, is it true that cyclamen can survive the winter cold and will retain their bloom until May? Yes, most That's years, for questions. sure, especially if you're cautious and uh Use one of the, have one of the fabrics that we're talking about ready. Hmm. I think Calvin must have written this. I'm sure that cyclamens are my favorite plant to provide winter color in the shade. They do pretty well with cold, partly because they usually plant. They're usually planted in sheltered locations. That's true under trees and stuff. Cover them when under 26 degrees. You still agree with that? Yeah, I I think it depends. Uh, I I guess I'm being more cautious now. I'm saying uh, yeah. thirty degrees. Yeah, I think thirty. Because they're relatively easy to cover too. You don't have to be real elaborate. You know, it's not like it's not like a container out in the middle like a citrus tree. It's just you're just going to lay a sheet down mm. or a fabric. Just cover the plants. They're low growing plants. They're sheltered. Usually have one wall. 
So just just be conservative and do it at 30 degrees or less. And when we're talking about covering them, we're not talking about using plastic. No. Never no. use plastic. We're just talking about a sheet, a blanket, a fiber. Grow a grow fiber, a grow spun web. They call that spun web fabric. It's like uh, it's like uh, petticoats. Now like we they make petticoats. Now we 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 don't want to overstate <laughs> it. Now we don't expect cyclamen foliage to, to to burn in the cold, but the if the blooms get burnt. The bud, bud. It, it, take, it takes it takes a, a long time for them to get back into bloom period, and it's when you've been you know invested that much in the plants, you want you want to have constant blooms. He's quoting this thing. Is he? He must have blown, written this. <laughs> the plants won't freeze, but the blooms will be knocked off by the cold. It takes them a long time to reset the bloom and buds. I wrote it. <laughs> I think he's reciting it. He yeah, look, he's not looking, is he? So just make up stuff now and see if he. Now that he knows it's his. Is it too early to plant snapdragons? Calvin says November is a good time to plant snapdragons. It gives the plants time to develop some side before cold weather arrives. And then they've got a nice write-up on amaryllis. Yeah. About uh, more how to how to make it a holiday plant. Got a long write-up on that. I don't, I don't know who did that, but anyway. Oh, remember uh, that little piece of the amaryllis bulb that fell off? The yeah. Little, little, the little teardrop thing? Yeah, it's growing. Oh, is it? I put it in some dirt, and yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. coming up. Dirt. Yeah, they don't, they Soil. Don't, they Soil. They, yeah. they want to take a... And then we've got, for those of you who have water features, we've got an article in there uh, about winterizing your water feature. Oh, that's and, good. And uh, they, a lot they of people don't. Lot. We don't think about that. Yeah, we should. They got a lot of good information on winterizing your water feature, and uh, then talking about the uh, Dr. Finch wrote about uh, your no, your November vegetable garden. It's not over yet, and he's talking about planting. Uh, you can still seed mustard greens and radishes. Oh boy, and lettuce. Well, we'll get to more of that tomorrow. Okay. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Well, they want to get one of these. They can go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, and they can pick that up and have it emailed to them. They can come to the nursery and get one, too. We're going to see you tomorrow back here at the nursery. Thanks for listening on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.